Hey, this is Greener Grass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wee and Kelly McVeigh, and this is your weekly roundup. So we're here to talk yeah. about momming. Oh my God, it's so relevant. Momming and working. Working mom. And it is like, it's been such a thing lately for me because... Me and my partner's decision is that she's at home with me right now, no daycare right now, but that's what I want. But I am also running my own business and co-running a business with Kelly <laughs> and teaching. And, um, you know, my bean is like, when it comes to toddlers, she's pretty like, she's not like a Tasmanian devil, Yeah, you know? But she's still a toddler. She's still two and a half. She still has her meltdowns. She still does all the things. So um, me trying to get all this stuff done and take care of her, it's, it's, like a, it's like a tale, you know? Yes. I feel like you and I are in two different spaces in our life. And so there, there are a couple things as we were, as you and I were talking about, like, oh my God, there's something amazing about leaving in the morning, going to a corporate job or going to teach a class even, um, opposed to being at home and having the bean and having the kids. And I just, I just talked to you about how the kids I'm like, I'm going to jump on with Carrie. You do showers, teeth, pajamas, get your homework, you know, like we're always balancing when they're here, but there's also something amazing about being home and not dropping your kids off somewhere for the day and being able to be a part of their everyday life and balance. I don't know if balance is the right word, but I don't know if it is either. I I just, yeah. So this idea of like, I have a lot of friends who work in entertainment, but they're in corporate jobs. Like a lot of my students who are adults, they work for Sony, they work for Warner brothers, they work for HBO max, all, you know, that's a lot of the jobs that are here in the city. And there, the big question right now with a lot of these corporations is, do we do a hybrid model where we're in the office partially and, you know, everything's getting tossed up right now because some people, uh, my friend works for Sony, some people in the pandemic decided to move to like Idaho, for yes. example, and they thought they were going to keep their job yes. forever. Um, and then turns out that the big guy at the top was like, no, I want you in the office three days a week. So there are some people who are dying to go back to the office because they could actually get something done because they don't have kids at home, you know, un, you know, not school age kids, younger than four or five, you know, and then they have all the responsibilities that being of being at home if they're at home. Right. I mean, I think that I've, we've talked briefly about this and I mentioned, you know, a friend that was, she was like, we split the tasks before my husband and I, because we both left in the morning. We both had corporate jobs. We both got home at night, I have the same job I always had, but now I work from home and now it is somewhat seems to be my responsibility to do the laundry, to have dinner, to have other things, but I'm still doing the job that I did before. And, but somehow that's changed somewhat on how we're doing things and how we're interacting. And I think that the pandemic, you know, we know for a fact from statistics that the pandemic that a lot of women left their jobs to homeschool, to take care of their kids, to 
figure daycare out, balance all of those situations out. And a lot of them didn't go back to the jobs that they had previously had. And so I think that women in general kind of took a hit on this. Um, and I'm sure there were some men too, you know, I, I know those scenarios are out there, but the world is a little bit different after a pandemic from a working perspective, especially for moms that maybe now are working from home and there are pluses to that, but it also can be really hard. Kelly, let me ask you, you were always working at home before the pandemic. So I worked at long, when I worked at Longenberger, I went to the corporate office every day and I joke around that I don't know how I did it because I really, I really left my house probably at seven every day. And I got up at like five 30 nursing a baby while I'm drying my hair, getting all the kids together, dropping two off, at, you know, one off at the elementary school, one off at the middle school, two off at the, you know, sitters getting to the corporate basket at eight o'clock in the morning and then leaving there at five 30 or six and going and picking up two kids at the babysitters, two kids at their grandparents coming home, dinner, homework, it was bananas. And I did that for 13 years. So, Oh wow. Yeah. Is it the plus of working from home magical? I, I say all the time. Yeah. I always seem bonkers and crazy and doing all the things, but I also have the ability to pick my kids up from school and come home and kind of get homework and snacks ready. And even when I do calls in the evening, like I kind of decide when that is and what that looks like. And so it is a plus opposed to when I worked in a corporate office, but it also can, I think, make kids feel like you're never present because your home is your office. And so if you leave to pick up the kids from school and you're offline for 45 minutes, there's, you have to make that time up in some way. And so sometimes that ends up being, um, you know, like right now or later this year, you know, that those things happen. Yeah. And the thing that I kind of struggle with on a daily basis is, okay, I'm feeding her three square meals a day plus snacks. So out of those three meals, I'm cooking two of them at least myself. Eggs, you know, eggs, it doesn't take that long, but like overall, I'm just running back and forth to the kitchen. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just running back and forth to the kitchen for getting the snack, like breakfast. Um, we don't work, wake up super early because uh, that's not how I like to roll. Like I wake up happily at 8.30 yeah. in the morning, which is not that early. By the time I cook her breakfast, and if I'm lucky, hit, the, hit my yoga mat. Because if I don't do it in the morning, it doesn't happen. Right. Like just a little stretch. So I'm like on my tasks at 10 a.m. Right. So 10 a.m. Pacific time, which also puts me behind the ball a lot because my business partner is on the East Coast. And yeah. by the time it's, it's like, it's like a halfway through your day already by the time I start. So, and by the way, she's like on my lap right now. She will not go sit with her papa. She also, we, we like negotiating her turning down the device because she's listening to like, like a yeah. cartoon. But she won't sit anywhere else, but she also won't turn it down. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, Bean, can we turn it down? I don't hear it if that makes you feel. No, but it's not you. It's it's the microphone. 
the microphone is going to pick it up. My microphone. Um, but so, so like on Mondays is like content out days for me because we put out, we put out greener grass. I put out the expecting aerialist podcast, all the newsletters, all the social media content around it. All of it goes out on Monday, which makes Tuesday great. (laughs) But like today, you know, made the breakfast, stretched for five minutes, got on it. And then usually by around neuter and one, she's just itching. So we go to the park. So we go to the park. Today, I did not get to leave with any dignity. It happens like leaving with dignity, meaning she's not over my shoulder, kicking, screaming, losing her shoes, snotting, crying, leaving the park. Right. So she happily leaves the park like 10% of the time. Yeah, I remember a time that I took Cameron and Kenzie to the mall and they were playing on the food court, like the, well, I shouldn't say playing on the food court, playing in the like kids play area at the mall. That's really why I took them there because it was cold outside. I wanted them to have something. And I remember walking, Kenzie was small, small, like I had to carry her. And Cameron was like losing his mind. And I had him like under one arm. I was carrying them both sweating, (laughs) dripping with sweat and sweating, just wanting to get out, just like wanting to get to the car because everyone was losing their mind, including, including myself. Um, but it is even from a mental, like, capacity standpoint like think about your day and I even think about when my kids were like actually home that it was starting my work day waking them up trying to get them both on their zoom calls going back to my job checking in to make sure that they were like actually doing the homework that they were supposed to going and making lunch coming back in checking to make sure Mason's not laying on the floor playing while he's supposed to be in science. Like it was so crazy. And so even though that's an older experience and like you have the ability to talk to the kids to do the things that they should with a toddler, your mind is work, snack, work, happy, work, headphones, work, nap, work, food, work, park or trying like you don't ever have a capacity to just like let it be for a minute in your brain yeah my my favorite recently is she I need to give her a shower let's just say she had a massive poo and we both agree she she's one I'm lucky she likes to get washed So, and we don't draw a bath because in this apartment that we're living in, the shower that I have is a shower shower. So basically what she likes to do is just sit in the shower while the hot water falls on her and she plays with her toys. And I sit on the toilet backwards with the seat down with my laptop on the, the, you know, on the back of it. And that's how she takes her showers. I just take my laptop, move it in there, you know, and then we do the whole process of like, you know, when she's done sitting there, I'll, I'll condition her hair, soap her down, dry her off. She likes to run away from me and thinks it's hilarious to put lotion on, get clothes on, or sometimes not. <laughs> and then I take the laptop back to the other room, which is the office, and I try to get myself back right. into it. 
And depending on what the work is, like sometimes when it's just like dropping out content, I'm really fast. But if I'm trying to write a blog or edit a video, it like takes a second to be like, what, what was I thinking? Oh, right. I have no idea what I was thinking because it's just a poopoo butt and I'm like balancing my laptop on the back of a toilet. What was I doing? Right. So it's fine. <laughs> I love it though, because it's kind of just real life like that. I mean, especially in today's world, that's, that's the way it goes. I always said that when my kids were out of the house that I, I thought I could take over the world because the, the ability to do all the things that we do as moms, working moms is just so mind blowing. And as they get older and life shifts a little bit and they're a little bit more on their own because I do have, you know, all ages. So I can see that and see what it looks like. It's just, it's mind blowing that we can take on all that we do. So you do prefer this structure. If you had the chance to be in an office a couple days a week. No. No, you would not prefer that. No. Okay. You know what is interesting too? So I always, I mean, I went to school for teaching. I loved student teaching. I really loved student teaching. I loved getting there early and like getting everything ready for the day. And I am someone that is very organized in that way and like just planning out everything. And then when I started doing the sale, a sales field role, um, I thought, Oh my gosh, like I'm like a butterfly and I would be trapped in a room from nine. How did I even survive that from eight to three trapped? Because I am very ADD and I feel like anyone that knows me or probably listens to this knows that, that I'm very ADD and I very much will do two coaching calls, throw in laundry, do a report, do a coaching call. Uh, Like I'm all over the place doing 10 things all at one time, which is why I can do this podcast with you, do the job that I have, have all these babies teach ballet, it's because I'm ADD and I can do, I fire on all cylinders all the time, but no, I could never go back to a corporate office. Now, you know, if for some reason my work situation changed and that was something that I had to do, I would, and I would survive, but I love the flexibility and the ability to do the things that I do. And, and really ultimately, because I love what I do and I have that flexibility, they probably get 60 hours a week because there are moments that, you know, after we do this tonight, I'm going to go in, watch a movie. The kids just popped in here, which I'm sure you heard Carrie, but they want to make s'mores in the microwave. Um, and so I'm going to chill out and hang out. But when I put my kids to bed, I'll probably be on my laptop for, you know, some time working, which just sets me up for my next day. So I, I know that they, get lots and lots of work for me, but I love picking my kids up from school. I love being able to go to a game. You know, when Cameron was younger, I was in a corporate office and I couldn't go to the basketball game. I couldn't get there in time. Like his basketball game would be at four 30 or five. And I didn't have the ability mm. to do something like that, where if I had the job that I have now, 
I could plan my coaching calls and plan everything that I'm doing accordingly. And I actually could get there in time to drop him off, do a call in the car, go watch the game, do a call. I have the ability to work in a more flexible way, but I think it's hard to make sure that you're present in the moments that you need to be when you have the, uh, what we do and how we do it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I never was in an office because I never had a job job. You know, I was a dancer and then an aerialist, but now I'm running my own business, you know, multiple. (laughs) And, you know, now that, you know, when we, uh, when, when you interviewed um, Allie from Vibrance, yes. and she said that an uninterrupted six hours for a woman who is a mom is like a million hours. Yes. Remember her yes. saying that? If I had an uninterrupted six hours, I would be able to do so much. Yes. So much because already I say, okay, without any podcast recording, I do about six hours on my computer a day, three hours in the morning, three hours somewhere between like three and right. midnight. So I think I am on my computer six hours a day, but that's so interrupted. That's me in the shower with it. And then I bring it over to the kitchen so I can make her some lunch. And then I bring the laptop. I mean, who has a desktop anymore? And how would that work for me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I would never have a desktop computer. It would just right. not work. I'm everywhere in this house. And, um, yeah, but I never had a regular job. And Kelly, I think you've said to me before, like, I would feel completely, absolutely constrained by it because, Number one, I don't have a boss over me. You you even have bosses. I don't even have a boss. My boss is the, the clients, uh, my listeners, you know, the people buying my products. And yeah, I think I do really appreciate being able to do all that. Because last night what I did, because I had a little energy, I knew today was going to be bananas. I had way too much to do today. And then also get her to the park when she was, you know, when she's starting to itch. So I did like half of it last night between you know, 10 and 12. Right. And that's how I made right. up the time. And it, and it right. worked. You know, we yeah. figure out how to get yeah. it all done. So, I mean, I don't, I do think there was a struggle during pandemic that women held up the world and sorry, men, I love you too. But I think women held up the world during pandemic and homeschooling, doing the jobs that they did, stepping into, you know, all the things they do at home because they're just home And so I think now it is that space of finding a new normal of what, what do you love? How do you love doing it? And how do you balance it all in the way that you want to? And whereas pandemic, I think it was a little bit more forced and like there were no options. Now it's kind of like, okay, what works for you and what feels comfortable? Is it that you love being at home? Is it that you want to be, you know, in a situation where you're back in the office. And I'm sure that corporate, as you said, corporate jobs are also figuring that out. Like they didn't have the overhead of a space and all of the things, but now there is something about being together for, you know, a time in, in an office. So I think everyone's kind of coming back to a new normal from that perspective. But as a mom with a toddler who runs her own business working from home 
you have an amazing ability to be with her all day and you're not dropping her off at a daycare. Um, Mm -hmm. but you're also bonkers and you're probably going to be that until she's about six. Well, and I, and I do it to myself. Both of us do it to ourselves because I mean, I considered taking a third podcast on a couple months ago. I don't know if I told you about that. I don't think it's going to happen because the partner I want to do it with me, he doesn't want to do it. (laughs) And you're like, (laughs) Like, what? I pitched this idea and it's my college professor and he is happily retired. Happily, happily retired. And I pitched this idea to him because I feel like the world needs more of him. And he's kind of like, no, it doesn't. (laughs) So, but if he said yes tomorrow, I would be doing it. So I definitely do this to myself because I'm very ambitious with everything I want to do. I'm also looking really into the future. Like, what am I going to be doing when I'm 50 and I need it and I need to start that engine now because these things don't happen overnight. So question, Kelly, do you know a lot of working moms and what do you see? Like, how do they do it differently? Yeah. You know what? I, I joke around about this, but I also mean it that it's somewhat survival, right? So it's figuring it out for yourself and how it works best for you and how it works best for your family and your kids. And I think it does look different for every single person. And the beauty of it is, and I really do firmly believe this, kids are amazing. They are adaptable. And it is I think if there's a piece in you as a parent and whatever that situation is, if you can make them feel safe and whole and loved, they can do anything and they will adapt in any way. As long as they feel that from you, that calm love and safety. And so, you know, I think there are a lot of moms that still have to get up in the morning and get everyone going and go to an office. And you know what? Not even a corporate office. There are a million jobs, I think, of nurses who work a three 12-hour shifts or four 12-hour shifts. Or um, there's all people going at night. You know what I mean? Like people work nights. There are so many different scenarios. And I think when we, when you talk about anything like this, you put, sometimes our mind puts everyone in a box that it's like a nine to five job in a corporate office or in what, and that is, that one isn't the way the world is anymore. And two, there are so many other jobs out there that have different hours and different times and the way they work or think about military, <laughs> military parents that like have to leave. Like, I think that everyone's in survival mode and everyone is figuring out how to be the best parent ever while providing, right? While providing and doing something that they, you feel sometimes you don't have the luxury of having something that you love, but either a having a job that puts food on the table or be doing something that you love. And so it's all survival, but I feel like it is, I think bottom line, if the kids feel loved and safe and supported, they, you know, regardless if that's going in at night or in the morning or leaving because you're in the military for 
a tour of six months, that's the most important thing for the bean or for all of the four kids that I have. And I think, you know, for Cameron, and I would say this to Cameron himself, so it's not like I, I think I had a hard time because I did miss a lot of things because I was in a corporate office. And I think looking back now, I, I would have tried to do things a little different or I would have thought to leave a little bit. But I think that the world is in a place where there is more balance in the world. And that now if I had said, hey, I'm going to the basketball game once a week, the corporate team would have helped fluctuate that a little bit more in today's world than 10 years ago. You know, my friends here, um, my 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 friend group, my girlfriends uh, that are aerialists, there's seven of us and six out of seven of us have toddlers. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we all had babies within three years of each other. So the eldest is like turning four, the youngest is like turning one. And everybody's just got one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we all are trying to like, still perform and choreograph and teach and all the things. And none of us currently have plans for a second because I, I'll just speak for me. Like if I want to have any performing left in my career, it has to be in now in the next 10 years probably. Yeah. And if you have two kids, I just don't really know how exactly that happens. I do have friends who have two or more who have continued to perform, but man, it is a hustle. Like they have 18 babysitters on their speed dial. Like it's a lot, especially in a big city too. And you don't necessarily have your family in town, et cetera. So my girlfriends, like for example, one of them is right now uh, in the air for Carrie Underwood. And Carrie Underwood has a Vegas residency and it's like, the way it's structured, the reason why she was able to say yes to the job was because they do two weeks at a time every other okay. month. So she's in Vegas for two weeks, then she goes home and does other things for a month yeah. and a half. They rehearse again, they go back for two weeks. So she'll do like a like a three week, one week in LA rehearsing, go to Vegas. Then, you know, her husband will bring their kid and they'll stay there for half a week and so she'll see yeah. them. But the amount of like, the amount of, of planning it takes for her to leave for that two weeks all the time, like for those months, you know, her husband's a doctor and it's really hard for him to leave on time, yeah. his job, you know, so there's a lot, there's a lot of, of that happening. Also, there's one woman who was like a floating babysitter for all seven, for all six yeah. of us. I bet. And yeah, and she decided to move to Hawaii. Oh, no. <laughs> so she oh, left no. us. Yeah. And we trust her. Between all of us, she had enough work. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's, 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 it's an interesting hustle that we have over here because already our jobs are not predictable schedule-wise. And they get more predictable as we get older because like I take on like teaching, which is very predictable, you know, but you know, when things come up like a music video or a commercial, like it's so stressful for me yeah. to get coverage for her with somebody that we trust because we don't have a lot of 
family in town. So yeah, yeah. Right. being a working mom in the industry is really hard for that reason because they never give you any um, headway, like how much time you're going to have to fig- figure something yeah, out. I can say too that um, because similar but not similar, first of all, I lived in Boston, so I didn't have anyone around. And then, you know, being home, um, you know, with my mom and everything, like I two had a Rolodex of babysitters. I mean, I, people, if they needed a babysitter, they would call me and ask for numbers because I could, I could give you 10 at any, any given time. And I had, you know, teaching dance, like I had such great, amazing people that were so helpful in that way. Um, but yeah, I totally get it. Like you kind of need that network and support system. And if you don't have family around that's able to do that, then that becomes some amazing babysitters that you pass on and share from person to person. Yeah. Yeah. So Kel, what would you say to those women out there who might be struggling with the mom, momming and working So I think, you know, I think we do end up, we talk about this time to time, like balance and all all the things. One, I think, give yourself grace. I think we are horrible at that as women. And I think we're hard on ourselves and we always think we're failing. And two, you know, even we just recorded Madam Athena Chang and she said something about simplicity. I think that there is something about going back to simplicity and not overthinking everything. And I think sometimes in today's world, especially with, especially with social media, we think that we have to have our kids in 10 activities and we have to have the best birthday party and we have to make sure that everything is perfect every single day. And I think that the thing bottom line that is going to always come back to your kids is the love that you had for them and how you made them feel. And so I think, you know, if there's a mom out there that their child's in pajamas all day, or if they feel like they failed on getting here, there, everywhere in the right time, we're all doing the best we can. And to give yourself grace on how you're showing up for your kids, because I guarantee that you're doing way better job than you think that you're doing. You know, Kelly, I had this moment and I have to say, I didn't feel bad about it, but I did have the thought. So not today, but we were at the park one day and there, this happened actually twice with two different moms. There was a mom there and I don't know, I want to give her a name, like the mom, the mostest mom the most where they would just be like so engaged with the kids at the park, their own kid. And then the kids that are, were around, you know, like they had the whole bag of sand toys Mm -hmm. with them and they were like, you know, just, Yeah. yeah. And they're playing with all the kids because when I'm at the park with her, I'm watching her to make sure she is safe And I'm listening to a podcast doing the editing in my head. That's what I'm doing. So I'm not playing with her. I'm allowing her to play with other kids. I just want to make sure she's okay. So this, the mostest, the mom with the mostest, a couple of the women that are there. And I actually like it because my bean ends up interacting with that mom and their kids. And, you know, they're blowing bubbles that that mom brought. And 
you know, for example, one of the days where she was like throwing a fit when I was trying to get her out of there so we could leave one of the moms and I didn't take it badly at all. She's like, you know what? Try to set a timer. I was like, okay, I'm going to set a timer for two minutes from now. So I did that to my phone. And so she was just so engaged with me getting her out with dignity. I was just like, there's no way in holy hell I would ever engage and try to help another mom get their kid out without (laughs) crying. No way. There, I have no time for that. Like, I do not care. <laughs> yeah. I care so little about other people's kids. I'm sorry, it's yeah. just the case. I just want to make sure that my bean is good and that and that you know if she, you know she's acting right and she's sharing with the kids. But oh my god, the thought of like having enough mental emotional capacity to like help another parent do something like that at the park. Yeah. I mean. I'm Kelly. Would you be that person? Because I can't think of. I, no, I can't. Listen, I think that there are different moms, right? And yeah. And shout yeah. out. This is a shout out, and I won't say names, and I'll text them and let them know that I was giving them a, a personal shout out. But there are two teachers at the dance studio, and they're new, newer moms, and their kids are dressed so cute all the time. They are so adorable. I can't even handle it. And I said to someone today, we were talking about how big the kids are getting and how cute they are. And I said, oh my gosh, like they're the best moms ever. And like my poor children, like they were just like barely surviving. I know that Kenzie, when we walked in the door, she basically like (laughs) Kenzie hated clothes and we would walk in the door and she was naked within like three seconds of us every day. I mean, probably until she was, I bet she came home from kindergarten and took all of her clothes off. (laughs) She's going to love this. I'm going to have to let her know that this is happening on this, but I, I was giving props to these moms. And I think that everyone has the ability to be a certain thing as a parent. And it doesn't mean that we don't love our kids. We love our kids and we show up in the way that we can. And I think that's okay. And I'm sure we're a lot in a different place and in time. And well, I could have been like, oh, I wish I was that mom. I absolutely do not wish I was that mom. I didn't have that emotion, but I was just like, whoa, that is a lot. I can't even imagine, but good for them. But I'm glad I didn't feel bad because that would have been worse. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah. So funny. I I don't know. So as as Bean gets older and we are in a school where it's the same community, I'm sure more of this stuff is going to come up because it's like, you know, Natalie's mom, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. But, um, and I think back to my mom and my mom raised three kids and ran my dad's private practice. And then... You know, my dad is very much like not a kid, but she had to, she has to do the same amount for him as she did for us when it comes to like cooking his dinners and making sure his clothes are out that he's supposed to wear that day. No, I'm I'm not even kidding. So like, I think about that and I'm just like, whoa, (laughs) I I don't even know what to say. I know. know. We have made props in the world. And so- I mean, we are on the right path. And I think, you know, moms celebrate where you're at and what you're getting done and what you're doing and know that if you love them, that's what matters. And we're all here to support each other along the way. 
All right, guys, thanks so much for being with us this week. We've got a bean here enjoying her grapes on my lap. So if you check the show notes, a couple things there for you. Uh, you'll get a discount code for Vibrant Body Company and Hue and Grace. It's greener grass. And um, join our newsletter if you want to you know, receive an email from us twice a month with more info on our guests, etc. All right, guys, uh, please honor us with a five-star rating and review anywhere you get your podcasts and have an amazing week. We will see you next week. This is Greener Grass.